1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. God bless football, Billy Gill.
1: God bless football, Mike Golick
2: god bless football mikey a god bless football stugas
1: i have an issue with you
2: right off the top here right off the top we've been down this road before you and i with mikey a and billy gill and the crew here god bless football i asked you if you had a number for one greg olson Mm -hmm. yeah that's was i don't sorry I asked you on the heels of you spending an entire weekend with Greg Holson. <laughs> like, what's going on here?
3: Yeah, I listen, I, I have no I have no excuse. I was at his tournament, Keel Island, South Carolina. Beautiful place. Great tournament. The guys I golf with, uh, we enjoyed a lot of tequila together. Yeah. Um Luke Keekley was also there, talked to him for a while and really came away with neither one of the numbers. Hmm. Um yeah, that's. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I. I wish. I wish I had something better for you. I, I wish. I, I. didn't think of it. I was just talking right. to them. Never even. Never even thought about it. And here we are. Yeah. Here we are. I got. I got nothing. Uh-huh. I, and as soon as I saw you text me about, hey, get me give me Greg Olson's number, I thought, oh hell, I'm so bad at this.
1: Yeah, that's on me. My mistake. I have a question, um, I guess, for Stugats and Mike Ye because much like Mike Golick, I'm not good at this. Like, I'm not someone who goes up and says, like, hey, can I get your number? Like, my entire life, like, even going back to, like, dating or whatever, right? Like, it, w- it was just like, uh, we'll see each other when we'll see each other. Like, this was fun. Like, whatever, right? But I would never go up and be like, hey can I get your number? So how would you do that kind of like in a professional situation? Well, you're shameless. I guess I should ask Mikey A, because got will go up to anyone and just say, hey, can I get your number? Stug- Mikey, how would you go about doing that? Because much like my goal, like I'll have new coworkers who will come in and work with us for like weeks at a time. And then eventually like, they'll be like, hey, like, can you give me your number? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Like probably should have done this weeks ago, months ago, whatever. But like, I don't I don't know. I'm just not good at asking people for their number.
0: For me the trick was to set up the reason I was asking for the number before I actually asked for the number. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, uh, Greg, you're great. You're great on on Fox. We'd love to get you on the podcast. By the way, in order why don't why don't you give me your number this way we could set that up. Right. I'll send it to my producer so we could set that up.
2: But Billy, I think there's a thing with, you know, former players, current players. Like Mike has I understand why Mike would have difficulties in asking Greg Olson, even while participating in this charity golf tournament. Uh, hey, Greg, can I have your number? I think I think Mike feels like someone else should be doing that on his behalf, or it's beneath him. You know, I, no. I, I,
3: I don't think it's. I don't feel like it's beneath me. Um, I, I just a. I'm not used to doing it. But listen, if I asked him, I'd have got his number. If I'd asked Lou Keekley I'd have gotten his number. I mean, it's. We're all kind of, you know, we're all former athletes, all guys who played. Nobody has a problem giving each other like that, you know, their number. So if I, now they didn't ask for my number, but but if I'd asked for their number, it would have been, it would not have been an issue. I just, for some reason, forgot because I haven't really done that. And my wife to, you know, the Stugats and her, she's, when she's, she always tells me when you go out to these events, get phone numbers, get phone numbers, get phone numbers. And I, I have her ringing in my head. I have still ringing in my head. And I came away with Tom Rinaldi's number and Kurt Benife's number.
1: That, I mean, that's not bad that's just, though. Not a start. bad haul. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be, uh, that's a that's a good fish. You yeah. know what? You well, how did you how did you go about that? Because this is you know what I would tell you. My move was, and this is something that I would do again. And no one cares about my you know dating life. But this, I would always like why don't you take my number and I would give it to them. And then if they contacted me, it's like, okay, well, they're comfortable with me having their number. Right. You know what I mean? Like I would always offer like, Hey, you know what? This is like, great. Like you, you, you know, are hanging out with Olsen. You're like, Hey, this is great. Why don't you take down my number? If you're ever in, you know, South Bend, throw in one of those, like if you're going to host him for something, you know what I mean? Well, and then well, he'll just text you back right away.
3: See the, the, the way, the way you do it now is like for Kurt Menefee, we just, I just gave him my number, and he hits mm-hmm. call, and then his number pops up on my phone. Now we have each other's number.
2: That's right. the so move.
3: That's what I should have done. Why did
2: Menifee ask for the number? If you know, it's it's an odd guy to be asking for your number. Why did well, he, he came, ask? He uh, came
3: up, and we started talking. Uh, he had said, we'll I, He said, "I was trying. I wanted to get a hold of you a while ago to tell you something. I forgot what it was about."
2: Uh, classic and then we move. Start,
3: then we started yes. chatting about other stuff. Right. Not realizing that show has been together on Fox eighteen years, which is incredible. Um, and then it was just kind of a natural thing because he had said he was wanting to get a hold of me. That we just switched numbers, you know, just just so that was. And I, I should have done it with Greg, and I should have done it with Lou Keekly.
1: Yeah, I should
3: have, and and I didn't. Would have I had great conversations with both of them. Yeah, and I just didn't do it. I I I I'm a failure at that too. I, I admit.
1: Okay. What was the line? How did it end? Like just call me for whatever, anything like that? Like what was oh, yeah. said? Okay, That's so
3: it, it was just to have each other's number. You know, it's one of those sure. we're in the same business. Occasionally, we run into each other. Now we have each other's number. Rinaldi, I would see because um, he's the sideline reporter for those guys. So when I did a game where that those guys had a game, like I didn't do all Sunday night games, which is NBC. I did some others, and I did some Fox games where those guys were the team. So I would see Rinaldi on the field a lot. And I, I've known him obviously for our years at ESPN together as well. So um I, yeah i i i failed i i no no don't be so hard on
2: yourself mike come on as
0: soon as Stu text me what's olsen's number i thought
2: damn uh. <laughs>
0: mike mike you notice you said kurt man if he asked you know we're in the same field you know who else you're in the same field as Greg Olson, I Luke know. Keighley. That's what I mean. I know. Like, it's yeah. it's that easy. I know. Easy. Yeah. I
3: know. It, yeah. And and that's what I'm saying, Mike. Yeah, it would have been a breeze. Fox is number been, one, I mean, it would have been no issue now. at all yeah. to get their numbers. None. <laughs> I even told Greg. I said, dude, you know, uh, him and his partner, Kevin Burkhart, was there, and I was telling Not them. I guy. said, yeah. I said, listen. I said, they called
1: the Super Bowl this year.
3: I, so I said, you guys called the Super Bowl. You've been doing great. I said. You know, I'm sure there's part of you that hope hope Brady never gets into this business, you know, because through no fault of your own, they would lose the number one slot through nothing they've done. And I think they're excellent and they would have zero say in the matter and they would just be pushed aside.
1: So that's Mikey. You guys thinking what I've been thinking during this story. So Kurt told you, hey, reach out whenever for anything. Let's call him. Yeah, Let's call up Kurt right now. See what he's up to. Yeah.
2: Say, Menifee, oh. I was just thinking about you.
1: Yeah, put on speakerphone. Just wanted no. to talk. Miss you. No. Hey, now we you.
2: say no. It's the one number he got in the golf that tournament. He's about to say I'm, no to that us. That
3: I'm not use doing. Use. I'm not ambushing somebody. Say, hey, Kurt, how you doing? Oh, by the way, we're live on air. Yeah, you know? well, we're taping, <laughs> oh. so. We're taping. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Huh. Now,
2: how, do I progr- how do we program you? Me, your it wife, won't. Mikey A, Billy Gill. How do we program you to know how? Do we need Sid? Do we need to get Sid involved? Like, how do we do this? I,
3: I don't know. I, I just reps, I guess. Reps and failures. <laughs> a million. I don't I think
1: it's going to work at this point. You can't teach an old dog new tricks in <laughs> no, this one. He's just Wait, not going to you know. change.
2: Wait, so you were at Olsen's golf tournament. Is he coming to yours? No. Oh. Uh,
3: no, we're actually. Bull was celebrity. You know, in all honesty, I, I, I do I do get a few outside of Notre Dame, but most of, are, are, most of them are former Notre Dame players, in all honesty. And then I get a few outside of that right. uh, as well.
2: The bus coming?
3: Uh, uh, he is not coming. Tim Brown is coming. Brady Quinn is coming. Those are probably the mm. two big headliners there.
1: Wow. Uh, Besides you. Well. And Jess. Yeah. Our family, yeah. <laughs> Jess, trying to uh,
3: get another closest to the pin award. Marcus Freeman will be there. He does he, not. He doesn't golf. play. No, yeah. He doesn't golf, but he comes to the Sunday night event. He and he was he's been it was fantastic. So right. and we're getting some of the student athletes uh, to come out to the party as well: football, basketball, hockey, lacrosse, swimmers. So that'll be
1: fun too. Who owns the room on that Sunday night? Is it Marcus?
3: Well, no, because I I don't put him in a position to to I, I don't have him come up and speak. I want him just just to be a guest. Now people will go talk to him. Brady Quinn, obviously, very popular. Tim Brown will be very popular. Last year, Mike uh was mm-hmm. as well. So for people closer to my age and knowing the greatest upset in you know in sports history, you know the 80 U.S. Olympic team, you know of, of which he was so famously part of. He obviously held court as well. Uh, so yeah, there's 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 more than a few that do.
2: Uh, I love that people think that that upset resulted in them winning the gold medal. Yeah, they don't realize yeah. they had to play another game. They did. <laughs> it
3: was against the Dutch, I think, wasn't it? it was Finland. was it Sweden, Finland, Finland? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah from behind. It, and, yeah. and it all would have been for naught had they not won that game. To, that would have been
2: unbelievable. Yeah. If they beat Russia and lost to Finland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. They were spent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were spent, but they got yeah. it done. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they dug deep. Just like you need to dig deep when you go to these golf events. I know. Yeah. Listen,
3: it's it's, it's – listen – uh, you know what? You can teach me. Are you going to be out at the Tahoe event for a little bit? So you can show me how you do this. I
2: will. I'll gladly. There's, show obviously, you how. there's obviously there's yeah. obviously
3: going to be some some mega talent out there. So.
2: Oh, Mahomes, Kelsey, Aaron right. Rodgers, all the guys. I'll show you how to do it, Mike. All right. Okay. okay. I'll all show right. you how to do it.
3: I want to learn from you.
2: Don't, it's, you great, don't. it's great to get a number who's listen, there's nothing like getting a number, putting it away in your contacts, knowing the next time you reach out to that person, they're never going to respond. I,
1: but but <laughs> <No> I don't <laughs> I I think Mike's experience is different than that. You know well, what yeah. I mean? It would be different if we would get the numbers. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. They respond right. to
3: me, they won't respond to you. I, I right. re- agree with that.
2: Like I'm sitting here, like I, I'm telling you right now, just as a result of being out of Tahoe for the last couple of years, I am sitting here. In my contacts, I have Patrick Mahomes' number. And I have I have texted him two or three times, and I've gotten zero response.
1: I've never heard this before. I'm I'm questioning I this. Well, I'm... I got it
2: through Kelsey, to be honest. I, like, we were just out on the course. We were hanging out. It was a
1: good time. And Mike's asking me to show him how it's done. I'm going to show him how it's done. That's a bad job by Travis Kelsey giving out Patrick Mahomes' phone number to you. N-
2: no. In, in, in Kelsey's defense, Mahomes said, hey, just give him my number. Like, that was the deal. He 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 realized that I had some sort of relationship with Kelsey, and so they were out on the course during the practice round. Me and Chris Cody crossed paths with them. Okay, yeah. I went into a uh, into a bathroom, and uh, as, as did Chris Cody because we were doing things. And then uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> the pen. And then uh, as I came out, I asked Mahomes, "Chucked me a football, Billy." And then we had a little conversation. I've
1: never heard this story before, it's, and this seems like something you would start with. You were in the bathroom. You came out, and Patrick Mahomes threw you a pass coming out of the bathroom for some reason.
2: He, he, Listen, he tossed the pill to me. I mean, <laughs> wow. Him, him and Kelsey are playing
1: football out of the fairways
2: in Tahoe. Go look. We'll see. He'll report yeah. back to you.
1: Mike, you believe this story?
2: No, not a bit. Okay. Uh, I totally made it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and i never got to the end god bless football
1: a lot's changed over the years one thing that hasn't the great taste of miller light another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling so what is the best thing about the original light beer miller light sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it oh i remember 1975 we were all excited the bicentennial was right around the corner everyone was focused 200 years, and then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cals and carbs than premium regular beer.
2: Mikey, I've been away uh, you know, going to dad shows and maybe coming up to see you. Doubtful, but maybe...
0: I'm thinking breath. about that's it. That's what I'm doing there. Yeah.
2: yeah, so I haven't been really keeping up with what's going on in the NFL, but you were telling us before we started the show here that, that DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook both <laughs> remain unsigned, and now they're looking to join the same team together. Is that accurate?
0: Yeah, Dalvin had said, you know, he'd be, it'd be really cool, and they've talked about it, about possibly joining the same team. All right.
2: I mean, Mike, you get to those two players on a team that's – kind of close and those two players are two players that could put you well, over to the top
3: right well you, you look at two teams you look at a team like miami and a team like buffalo miami has one of the best rosters on paper in the league yes. again we don't play on paper but they have a great roster but again you could sit here and say you want to play together but what what are you both willing to take for money because remember we're past free agency when all the big money went out we're past the draft You know, this this is all secondary time now, and you have two pretty big talents available in Hopkins and Cook. So what's it going to cost, though? We saw Odell with the one-year deal in the area of, what, 18 or 20 mil. We know running backs don't get paid a whole lot, so I don't expect Dalvin to get a bunch of money, but that would be the thing. It's great to say, let's go play for the same team, but that team you're talking about, what kind of salary cap space do they have to fit you both in it? And
0: what are you willing to take? Right. Let me throw one more team out there. It's got the third most salary cap right now. What about the Dallas Cowboys?
2: Hmm.
0: Wow, to t-
3: team up uh DeAndre with CeeDee Lamb, Dalvin Cook and Brandon Pollard, Cooks. And Brandon Cooks. And wow. then you got Pollard and Dalvin Cook together. That that would be some power there. And that that would be a move I could see Jerry Jones wanting to do. This this guy for all anything anybody says about him as a GM and what he's done and things he said, this dude wants to win. There ain't no doubt about that. We know some owners where the bottom line sometimes is more important than winning a Super Bowl. This guy wants uh, that Super Bowl, so that would be a heck of a place to go. That's I think that's the first game I have this year. Um, I think it's Dallas at the Giants, uh, and uh, so and I did I did Dallas's first game last year against Tampa Bay in Dallas. That's when Dak got hurt and basically, you know, I would say derailed their season. But dude came in, backup came in and went like four and one, so it didn't really derail them from a record standpoint uh, that much. So that would be that would be another talented roster that's starting to get on the brink. Of some players, especially on that old line that they have to, to to revamp at some point.
1: Mike, you got your schedule. Well,
3: I mean, I, I did Sunday night games last year, so mm. the, the, I'll probably do Sunday night games again this year, except for maybe a Saturday here or something there. But for the most part, it'll be it'll be Sunday night games again.
1: Are you the Greg Olson? of your company like you're doing sundays for now but there's someone kind of lurking to maybe throw you (laughs) off the sunday
0: no mike was the one lurking no i'm doing
3: sunday kurt warner and and kevin harlan are the monday night crew and me and ryan radke do the sunday night so that's and then i jump on and do sideline for the super bowl with harlan and kurt warner um at the end of the year so those are that's the monday
2: night and sunday night crew do you have harlan's number kevin i have kevin's number yeah okay Okay, good. Yeah. Well, there you go, Mike. That's a start. Yeah. Mean, yeah, well, <laughs> way to go.
3: <laughs> Kevin was the first, my first play-by-play guy ever. I signed with ESPN yeah. in 95 to do college games, but I also signed with the, with the Jaguars when they came into the league in 95 to do their preseason TV games, so that was before college started. So that was my first time ever in a booth, and it was with Kevin Harlan. So it was great because he was fantastic, and uh, that was – that was the humble beginnings of my booth
2: career and how about kurt warner
3: kurt's a great guy oh my god oh, i didn't
2: ask did... you if he was a great guy i asked if he had his number that's all i mean
3: oh uh yes i have kurt's number yeah oh, there kurt's you go. Movie. okay yeah. i do i i do have kurt's number yes and i'm mm. been and i'm not calling him right now no <laughs> call him in no. no, on, no, no.
0: <laughs> put it on speaker no, I'm not. yeah
3: yeah
2: no, <laughs> conference call
3: three-way
0: call way. yeah exactly uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we
1: have that. to work with you on this we <laughs> i do. know we i know to. i know. know it's, it's gonna take to some it. work what's the point of having these numbers if you never talk to them right well it's that's just why he doesn't get them. the numbers
3: i mean it's to have them well i have nothing at this point to talk about with Kurt Warner, he, he's not a guy I call. I'm going to text every week and say, "Can you come on every week?" No. You know, we'll, we'll pick our spots. Okay. For when we'd like to get him on, and no, I'll try that's
1: a good on. spot. Yeah, it's yeah. weird because we spoke not to Austin. We spoke to Austin Eckler once, and Sue got then proposed and got us married to Austin. All that's last it, right? Season, yeah. so that's, that's how you roll. That's all right. it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> how you roll. Yeah. No, don't get we don't need to talk about Drew anymore. Right. Exactly. Mike, I have a question for you. It's a slow time in the NFL right now. And the big thing that's going on this week is tight end university, which we were going to go to, but then we didn't go to it's a whole thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so, it, doesn't matter. it turns out when we were talking uh, to George Kittle's father, who was going to be our, our ticket into tight end university, <laughs> because it should be of no surprise to you, Mike, we spoke to George Kittle at Super Bowl radio row. And then we met his father there, and Stugatz naturally exchanged business cards with his father and has been speaking to him semi-frequently since the Super Bowl. (laughs) And the goal was for us to get to Tight End U. We didn't go to Tight End U, uh, but he's also like a lawyer, so he may be representing Stugatz in some capacity now. I don't exactly know, Uh, but we thought that it was like this small thing, but this year it's been blown up. Like, everybody's there. I've seen... Josh Allen is there, Gronk returned, Gronk was there. Everybody seems to be at tight end U, which got me kind of thinking. Well, everyone except for us. But it got me thinking, what would you do with a D-line U? Like, if you were to start D-line University, who would they you have bring? One. Do they? They,
3: they? Oh, yeah, they do. Mm. O-line have one, D-line has one, tight ends have one. Yeah, the D-line's had one for a couple of years now.
1: Mm, yes. But it's not sponsored by Charmin, to my knowledge.
3: It, it is not, but it's got a lot of heavy hitters there, believe me. you mm, know. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the thing now with these guys, it's 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 just different now where guys all get together like that in the offseason. It's stuff we never did. Um, not to say that it couldn't have worked that, but it was never really thought of. Everybody kind of worked out on their own. Um, so now and I and, and again, I think the old linemen were the first ones to really get that old line camp together and it has followed suit with a couple other positions. So yeah, D line has been doing it as well, and they just meet and go over stuff. Um, you know, uh, moves and talk about the league. I'm not sure. I haven't been to any of those things, so I don't know. Mm. It's not like you know they're bringing me in, you know, to show technique at a D line camp. So, um, I, you know, I but I do know those things have become pretty popular, and players like to go to them.
2: Bruce Kittle did say to me, Billy, it's easier if you guys would just come to the event. Like I'll get all these guys on with you. Josh Allen showed up this year. I know said, that's what he's saying. You if you do, right, if you got. You guys just need to come to the event, and it's not far. It's in Nashville, not far from us at
1: least, Billy. I mean, what's really that <laughs> far with an airplane nowadays? You know, yeah, the exactly. world's gotten smaller, right, Mike? It really yeah, is. Nashville's kind
0: strong. of in the middle, so it's kind of not. of so
1: Excel shirts. I mean, and
3: then think of the think of just go hang out at a honky tonk, man, and just uh, drink beers and listen to local music. Be awesome.
2: All right. Wait, so Mike, I just want to go back to uh, DeAndre Hopkins and, and yep. Alvin Cook for a second. You think, so the Cowboys, Mikey floated the idea of the Cowboys getting those two guys. I don't think that's going to happen, but I don't either. you like those two at the Dolphins? Like, you think it makes sense for the Dolphins to sign both of those guys?
3: Well, I mean, I, I'm just looking at teams, you know, that it could potentially help a roster. Do right. I see Miami? I mean, Eagles? they help
2: any roster, though, right? Exactly.
3: Yeah. Do I see Miami doing it? I doubt it. Not with the wide, couple of wide receivers they have. They have a pretty good running back room as well. So, no, I, I really don't see that happening um, at all.
2: And Mikey, I, point, I, Mike, Mikey points out, sorry to cut you off, Golic, that the Dolphins have $15 million left in cap space.
3: I mean, so, they, they have cap space. And again, what, what, what is it going to cost you uh, to bring those two in? As I said, Dalvin Cook, is, it shouldn't cost you a lot of money. I know the running backs, and that's cool, they're complaining about how they're undervalued, and I would agree, but agreeing doesn't help, you know. And and I read somewhere out there they should all band together. Band together and do what? Withhold their (laughs) services and not get paid? I mean, they're not going to be able to band together and do anything. Start a university. Just like the quarterbacks aren't going to band together and, you know, hold out until they get completely guaranteed contracts. We saw how that's going. So that's just not going to happen. Do I think it's going to happen in Miami? No, I, I, I don't. Do I think that they both end up on the same team? No, I do not.
2: Uh, I want to be clear, $13 million for the Dolphins. Mikey points out that the Dolph, uh, the Cowboys have $24 million in yep. cap space. And the Bears, and that's where I think it makes the most sense. I don't know if either of those guys, both those guys would want to go there, but that would be the help that Justin Fields kind of needs right there. Uh, the Bears have $31 million in cap space.
3: Well, see, then again, it comes down to what do you want? you know? And I've always said this, if you're a coach, if you're a player – what does DeAndre Hopkins want right now? He's made $114 million. He's been considered the best at his position as well. He's lacking a ring. But I don't know what his motivation is. is. Is it geography? Is it is it friends on a team? Is it coaches he knows? Is it a team closer to the Super Bowl? I don't know. Because I get the Bears could use him, and they have the space. But if the Bears and a, clo- a close contender team you know, gives him the same amount of money, why wouldn't he go to the team that's closer to the Super Bowl? You know, unless the Bears are just going to try and money whip them, which I have no idea if they'll do or not, because the Bears, to me, are still a couple of years away, and is are you going to hang on to DeAndre Hopkins that long?
2: Mike I would say though if the Bears were to get two players like that along with Justin Fields in a division that just lost Aaron Rodgers why not like why couldn't they make Uh, that jump from last to you know
3: I I get what you're saying and I I think Detroit in all honesty Detroit Minnesota are the favorites. so is it a division that could be had I just think the offensive line is still uh, suspect there. Uh, the defense can be hit or miss. I like the defense at times, but they showed some holes as well. I'm just not sure they're there yet. Um, but adding a talent like that, but but again, you'd have to really offer more than DeAndre's getting offered anywhere else because why would he choose to go to a team that is not, doesn't look like they would make the playoffs as opposed to a team that's right on the brink if it's close to equal money. So unless, again, the Bears want to throw a multi-year deal at him for a ton of money, That may entice him.
2: Uh, I want to talk about, when we come back, Mike, I want to talk about, because we were talking about the Cowboys and Dak Prescott and Jerry Jones. I want to talk about, I, I believe Dak Prescott has the most amount of pressure on him headed into this NFL season. Like, how long is Jerry going to allow him to be his quarterback without Dak Prescott making significant, serious runs deep into the postseason? He's never done it. And so I want to discuss that with you, the guys that have the most pressure on them uh, headed into the NFL season. So we will do that next. Plus, I want to get into what happened with Nick Saban coming up next on God Bless Football.
1: We'll get to Dak in a minute, uh, but Stugatz, I don't know if you've seen this because you've kind of been touring the country. You're on your concert tour uh, for the summer. The Lions, because, you know, it's an exciting time in the NFL right now. The Lions released a new helmet, and that's basically all that's happened this week in the NFL, aside from tight end you and there's people that are still available. Um, And it's getting mixed reviews. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I was not a huge fan of it. It's been getting some praise from some people. I did not love this helmet. Did a five-year-old
0: draw the lion? Like Everything about the helmet is pretty cool, except for the actual lion. The actual drawing of the lion. It looks so rudimentary. It, it's, it, it, it's laughable.
1: Well, it, uh. the logo's described as a classic logo paying tribute to the club's heritage. They are these light blue helmets, which is <laughs> a, a departure from their signature... You know, right. gray, silver helmet that they Which wear. I love, by the way. I love their helmets. I do. I do. I love their uniforms. It seems of the things that they would change, the helmet wouldn't need to be one of them, right? They, right. they created this. The record lo- would be one of them. Yeah. Well, uh, well, they started working on that last year. Look, don't be they surprised did. if the Lions are in the playoffs. This I year. agree with you. I think the Lions should be the favorites in that division.
3: yes. Yes. I, I agree. I, I, I would I would pick them to win the division. And, Mikey, I agree with you. The lion drawing is not the greatest in the world.
2: Well, here's my um, problem is, with the yeah. overall helmet. And, again, I'm looking at it for the first time. When you have to have some sort of thing that points out what everything on the helmet means, like a diagram, yeah. I am not that. Doub- like, hey, the last helmet the Lions trotted out, it was a lion. That was it. No one needed to explain it to me. This right. one requires
1: explanation. And Billy, I do not like that. You don't like explanation? God, just put a lion on there. You're the lions. Well, okay, then I'm glad we didn't go in this direction because the other thing that I was going to ask you about was going to be the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl rings because they were introduced this week. And then I was going to give you a diagram that explained all the little intricacies of that as well. (laughs) But That was like much deeper than this. There's just five lines explaining the color, what uniforms are going to wear with it, why it is that there's a cartoon lion on it, heritage, all of that. The rings are absurd. They're they're enormous. They can take off the top and wear it as a pendant around your neck. There's thousands of diamonds and well hundreds of diamonds in it, I guess. But six
3: hundred some diamonds, yeah. I mean, and they, they try and outdo each other every year with 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 the ring, and it, it's gotten to a point where you can't really wear it out. You know, who's just going to wear that out? I mean, you might as well just ask somebody to come up and and mug you. I mean, you're wearing that to the club. I mean, and and they all have secret apartments now, or or. Flip open or do other. Mm-hmm. It's like the rings decades ago. You could actually just put on and wear out. Yeah. You know. Unfortunately, they were worth probably ten bucks as opposed to the hundreds of thousands of dollars they're worth now.
1: I'd be worried in these rings where you could take the top of the ring off and wear it as some other form of jewelry. I'd be worried to lose that yeah. piece of oh, yeah. the ring and then, then just you have doing? like the weird base of the ring that has like the mini stadium inside or whatever's in it this time. Like it just seems unnecessary but also <laughs> I if agree. i won a super bowl i'd want some ridiculous super bowl ring too right
3: you want something yeah. gaudy right yeah. Yes. you right. know what they yeah. should
1: do next year they should have a super bowl ring where the interior of the, the the top compartment is a mini ring that you could take out so like you wear that for like like smaller to, to occasions go oh that's yeah. a good
3: idea that you. you know what i like that idea a lot because you're not wearing that full ring out there's mm-hmm. no shot you're doing that unless you have a bodyguard
2: Wait, Billy, so you're saying you
1: have a smaller ring for casual dinners, ring. right? Yes. And then no, you wear the big the ring. ring
2: out like to a
1: gala. Is that what you're saying? Maybe you know what because now thinking of the practicality of it, it's probably harder to have a mini ring sitting on top of the top of the ring. So maybe what you do is you have the like ring that you wear around it, right? And then there's like a secondary, you know how like you get you have an engagement ring and then a wedding ring. Yeah. Not, well, not me. I just have a wedding ring. But uh-huh. like some people have women, engagement. Women. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe what you have is you have, like, the primary Super Bowl ring, right? And then you have around it, and I'm going to show you guys. Around it, you have, like, maybe a, a ring here and a ring here. And those rings hold on to the giant ring that sits on top of your primary ring. I like it. Yeah. Why
0: not just give a giant diamond-encrusted box to hold a regular ring that you can wear? Ha! <laughs> just have the box like that yeah like make the box really flashy well
1: we're getting to the point that the ring is going to be football size right so like we're just going to be giving diamond encrusted footballs to the champions pretty much pretty much so yeah
2: but i like you with like bookends like holding up the encyclopedias Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah it's exactly right (laughs) two smaller rings holding up the
1: big ring (laughs) some of the things when you read those ring descriptions are like a stretch it's like there's. 87 diamonds, because when the owner was 87 years old, know, they so had a milkshake <laughs> for the first time and loved the taste yeah. of the milkshake. And <laughs> Always like, trying to have a connection. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: You're right, how, though. They do that.
1: How about it's... That's the number that fit on this design, and that's why yeah. it has it. We don't need to come up with some other elaborate thing.
3: And doesn't the league give an X amount to the rings for the purchase of rings, and then it's up to the owners to go overboard, you know, which they all do? I, I, I think... I'm not positive, but I think the league does give a ring budget. Lot, a ring budget.
0: I do wow. believe you get really? to
2: I think so. Like I are you saying so. the NFL pays for the rings and then anything above and beyond the owner has to pay the for the has to the pay for the
0: first hundred dollars comes from the NFL. No, first
1: the other, get out of here, the first hundred dollars.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, the NFL kicks in a hundred bucks to the rings. No, no, no. No, no. I believe it. <laughs>
3: I'm trying to find out. I think it's... Um, I'm looking it call, up, too. I'm fascinated by ring
2: budgets. Here, here it
3: is. Here it is. Kurt the Warner Le- would know.
2: Yeah, yeah, call Kurt, Kurt Warner. Right, he has one. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the league only pays for a portion of the cost, roughly somewhere between five dollars and $7,000 per ring. Team owners are responsible for picking up the rest.
2: Hmm. There you go. I feel like the NFL should be kicking in more, you know? Why? Why? Because I think they're that's... making a billion dollars, Mike. That,
3: that's fine. They're making it. You know who's making the billion dollars? The, the owners. The, the owners. So,
2: yeah. Let, yeah,
0: let
3: them
2: pay for it. Hell yeah. I feel like Goodell should pay for all rings. Hey. I mean, he's stealing $55 million a year. Oh whoa, you know whoa, whoa. And I have. Lord, you know, sorry. Yes. He's a friend whoa, of Golic's. Wow. doesn't have his number. He's never going to call He him. does. Oh, he oh yes, does. I do. Oh, okay. I do. Sorry, I have, Rod. I
3: have. Zero issue with the amount of money he's made. I have zero issue with the amount of money people make if someone's willing to pay him. Right. Why would you have a problem with it?
2: I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like that I don't know it's a small contribution to a ring like these owners are spending 50 grand on these things. Until 2 minutes it's, ago it's, we thought the they contributed choice. none. Yeah.
3: Right. It's the it's owners fair. choice. They fair. don't have to no do one. it. They're the ones that want to do it as they're yes. they're lining their pockets with with money from the league. How yeah. can
1: you be you you didn't know they contributed anything was outraged. and you were outraged yeah. and now you're upset about what they contribute? <laughs> It's I don't not enough. you. I don't, I don't, uh, yeah.
2: You're special. You're special. That's am special. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate yeah. your support. Uh, Mike, we were talking Dak Prescott. I yeah. want to stay on rings for, for, for a minute. <laughs> I do. I'm upset about this. Uh, we You're were talking about no Dak Prescott, who, yep. who doesn't have a ring um, and may never get a ring. Mike, he has to be the guy in the NFL just because of the talent they have around him, the money he's making... Uh, the position that he plays, the team that he plays that position for, he has to be the guy that has the most amount of pressure headed into this NFL season. Like, Jerry Jones has to start asking himself at some point, hey, is Dak really suited for this? Is Dak the guy that could take me... 2 a Super Bowls. That's the guy that can win me a Super Bowl? At some point, if you're Jerry Jones, you have to sit back and question that.
3: Well, you do, but there's also the money issue. So he's a guy with uh, – he signed the four-year extension in 21, I think. Um, they'll probably try to extend him to cut the cap number, right? So it comes down to a money issue, too, of if you want to change quarterbacks, what's your dead cap hit? We've seen monster dead cap hits. And then it's always a question of who else you're going to get. But, yes, the pressure is on him for sure uh, because, A, he's the quarterback and, B, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. So, like I said, I did the game where he got hurt last year. You can't control getting injured, but he comes back from the injury and he ends up throwing a ton of interceptions. That That's the key, you know, is, is – not turning the ball over. I think the year before that he threw 30 some touchdowns and 10 interceptions, which is a hell, I think 37 touchdowns a way better ratio than 23 and 15 last year. So that's what he has to, to prove that he's not going to do is turn the ball over that much. Cause if you turn the ball over that much, you better have a number that begins with three or four of touchdown passes in the thirties or forties. If you're turning the ball over 15 times, 15 interceptions, I remember speaking of Kurt Warner, you know, when they played on, you know, the the that team that they played on, they scored so much. They didn't care about turnovers as much because they knew they were going to score a ton of points. And that's fine if you're throwing 30-something, 40-something touchdown passes, but 23 touchdowns and 15 interceptions ain't going to do it. So that's, that's something he has got to get over on as a big money guy. Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the same kind of pressure cooker of changing teams. They already have a really good defense around it. They're trying to build the offense. But yeah, when you were, you know, we, we talk about the Cowboys, the Yankees, Notre Dame, the Lakers, those are all teams that are always headlining somewhere, you know, uh, and always get the big build up. And when you're at the best position of that team, the quarterback position, yeah, a lot's going to fall on your shoulders,
2: Mike. Are we arriving in a place where Josh Allen is going to start feeling some of that? Where it's hey, it's time to win now. Let's go.
3: Yeah, I mean, listen, they're they're putting it. These are all teams that before their rookie contracts came up, these teams were playing well, so they were able to build around them before paying the quarterback. We certainly know they did that uh, in Dallas. So that that's always the great thing if you get a quarterback that shows like a uh, Joe Burrow, right? where yeah. before you have to pay them and now we're getting coming up on that uh but before you could bring in other talent around them and then at some point you got to pay them all uh but yeah we 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 are we're getting to that point uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it i i don't see Dallas winning the division this year uh over philly i think philly's the best team in the NFC uh, and then San Francisco, depending on the quarterback. So, you know, I think it'll be another wild card slot. But, you know, the NFC East last year had three teams make it. So they could do that again because the NFC is not deep
2: at all. Uh, I just want to go through these with you because it's kind of fascinating. So you think Rodgers has some pressure on him this yes. year? He does. You're right. Yes. Yep. Uh, Josh Allen, some pressure on him yes. this year. You're right. Yes. Um, how about Tua? Where do you stand with Tua? I don't think there's pressure on Tua because of the injury stuff. It's a different kind of pressure, you know? Yes,
3: the pressure of play is not there because he was playing at an MVP caliber, right, when he was healthy. And then as soon as his head got slammed off the turf and that whole debacle started, that's the worry now. It wasn't the play so much because they have put a lot of really good players around him as well, and he has thrived in that. So it isn't the play so much as crossing your fingers and hoping he doesn't get hurt.
1: But if he stays healthy with the weapons that he has and then there's issues and you're not able to succeed with the weapons, then I think there are some questions yeah. there.
3: That will bring up a question, but let's get there first. Yeah. You know, we've seen that with Dak. We've seen Dak underperform, you know, with, with a with a good team around him. Tua was performing incredibly well with a good team around him and then, then he got hurt.
2: Uh, have we arrived there with Lamar Jackson yet?
3: With Lamar, in all honesty, I don't think they built well around him. They had Mark Andrews. They didn't have a lot of great wide receivers around him. Now, now they you do. Know, now they do with Odell with Zay Flower. So I do think, and they keep talking about how he's going to pass more and run less. I'll believe that when I see it. I think you still have to count on his legs as well, which you can, but he's got better receivers to throw to. So this is certainly a year where right as he got paid, of course, uh, to where you say, okay, Here's some pretty good talent around you. What are we going to do with it?
2: There should be pressure on Deshaun Watson, yet I just feel like people are kind of indifferent about Deshaun Watson. Like they don't care. You know? Well, it's w- not it's going a anywhere. Thing. Yeah, that's the thing.
3: There's nothing there, they can do. There's nothing they can do. They're, they're guaranteed that contract. People are still mad, especially owners, mad at the Haslams for giving that contract out. You have him there. There is, there is no way around that. No way around that situation. You hope he gets better. I I don't even count last year. You hope this year he can get to back to what he was. That's what the Browns fans are hoping for. But if he doesn't, what are you gonna do? I mean, what what are your options when you guarantee a guy you his don't a higher contract? So yeah. you live with it.
1: Kyler Murray. I love this Kyler, game.
3: Kyler Murray. I, I I just I don't see it. I just I just <laughs> haven't seen it and I don't see it. I think this is one of also not his fault. One of the worst rosters in the league as well. So yeah. I, I think they're 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 in some trouble. Kirk
2: Cousins. I Ooh. love it. I love this game. It's good Kirk, game. Kirk
3: Cousins, the the greatest business quarterback there's been.
0: Yes. In the NFL, with what Sam he's done. Sam Bradford would like a word.
3: Well, Cousin- Sam, Brad- Sam yeah. Bradford got the last rookie deal before. Correct. Or rookie wage scale. He got 50 mil guaranteed just walking into the league.
2: No, Cousins cousins played the franchise tag perfectly. Exactly. Exactly.
3: He played the business (laughs) part of it perfectly. But listen, he's associated with I can get you so far and no further. And and that's what what he has to overcome. It was kind of like Marty Schottenheimer when he coached my brother with the Browns. They get to a couple AFC games, AFC championship games. It's the fumble. It's the drive. You know, against the Broncos, and they're not getting to the Super Bowl, and she, Marty gets fired. Ford got him to a level and couldn't get it over it. And that—that's kind of, kind of the 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 thing with Kirk Cousins.
1: Really quick before we go to break, and this is a forgotten thing that was kind of a theme last year in the playoffs, and we just kind of ignored it after the Super Bowl and moved on from it. I feel like Stugatz, you in particular, and, and the show, maybe owe Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes an apology because. What we were saying during the playoff run was he needs to prove it. This is a make-or-break season for him. He's been there before, but he only has the one ring. And then they win another ring, and then we just pretended that we weren't saying that the entire time. (laughs) You said going into the playoffs, he had the most to prove out of any quarterback and coach combo.
2: (laughs) I said that or Golic said that?
1: I didn't say that. Golic did not say say that. that. No way would I say (laughs) that.
3: That sounds like something you would say, Stu, Yeah, just to Uh, start the brush fire.
2: I mean, it's it felt good at the time. I got to be yeah. honest with you. No one else was saying it. <laughs> Even after he threw you a pass, huh? Wow! <laughs> right out of the bathroom, just mm-hmm. a dart, you know? Wow, wow. That's all I can say is wow. Did I say that? Yeah. No. Do it again. Cool. Billy, do we have a name for this game? Pressure, no pressure. I love this game. It's a fun game because I have a couple of more for Colin. Mikey A has a big smile on his face. We are inching closer to football. <laughs> Inch, inching is the keyword Inch, there. Inching. Yeah. Right, right
1: now, it's dragging, inches, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we have a name? No, give me some time. I'll think of a name. Okay. <laughs> right. don't,
3: don't overthink it. The pressure game.
1: Well, because here's the thing. Can I tell you something? I came up with years ago uh, behind the scenes, joking around on the radio show. I said that we should play a game called Dope or Nope. And then we give something and say, is this dope or is this nope? Right? And I was mocked and I was laughed at. And it was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Lo and behold, this morning I saw on Get Up they were playing Dope or Nope. And I could not believe it. No way. Yes, on Get Up, they were asking, is the Lion's helmet dope or nope? Seriously, in a serious conversation, is this helmet dope or nope? Wow! Yeah.
3: So you feel they stole that from you?
1: No, there's no way they could have stole it from me. I mean, it wasn't the most clever thing in the world. Someone was oh, okay. bound to think of it eventually, and we don't have any commonalities that were in Not the room sure. at the time that could have stolen okay. it. But Are it was just. Sure? Are well, you sure? I was just feeling, honestly. It, I was feeling a sense of redemption that I was mocked for for thinking of this years ago, and then it made it onto the show. Now, I don't know that it was a good idea. I just know that it was a used idea. Right, when and you used the idea, right? When you brought it up to to our show, who yeah. said
2: it was a bad idea? Because that's something I I would not say that's a bad idea. It not was Allison, big. yeah,
1: Allison, oh, Allison didn't like the idea. It, yeah. right. I think
3: I think dope or nope is perfectly made for players walking into the locker room on what are they wearing or award shows, red carpet, mm-hmm. walking in and what dress or suit the men or new are wearing is dope I, or nope.
1: I actually think that that it was pitched as a fashion segment, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, it, right. fits,
3: it fits. It as yeah. a fashion segment.
2: I oh, now, you. Billy, I will ask you, are you certain that Allison has no ties or connections to anyone
1: at Get Up? Are you I are you certain? I would say that I don't think that if anyone reached out to her for any ideas that Dope or Nope was high on the list of pitched ideas. <laughs> just so just be two
3: gotch and say she could be playing the long game.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, right. She liked
2: it, but she was stashing it away for something else. I'm uh, with Mikey on that. The yeah. long play. <laughs> uh playing Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, man. Well, I mean, Justin Herbert's gonna get,
3: I mean, he's dope, dope, uh, for (laughs) sure. I mean, here's a guy who's what thrown, I'm looking 94 touchdowns, 36 interceptions, 10, 10, and 15 on interceptions to go along with 31, 38, and 25 touchdowns. I love the receivers as well. This is a team. That I expect more out of as they're building. They're in. They're in what we had said was the toughest division a couple of years ago, and we were dead wrong on it because the the Raiders, you know, weren't very good. The Broncos were awful last year, so we thought Chargers and and Chiefs. Uh, I I keep waiting for the Chargers to take that next step. Why? I you know, pressure. I'm going to say no because mm-hmm. again, he's going to be there. He is going to get the monster contract. He and Burrow are set to be the next two highest paid players all time in NFL history. So the pressure will mount in a couple of years for Herbert. But right now, no, because he's getting paid.
1: Hmm. I think Billy came up with the name for the game. I just said, does he have something to prove? Yeah, something to prove. That's because what I like that. I yes. for, well, because I forgot that the game was pressure or not, so I was just telling Stugatz to ask if Herbert had something no. to prove. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: dope or nope. We'll save dope or nope for fashion. I
1: feel like he should have a little bit of pressure. You know, Why are we telling him, well, you have like a three-year window and then you'll have pressure? So no, have, have some pressure now. Mm-hmm. How about play I mean, with think, pressure now?
3: I think they'll always put some pressure on themselves to get all it done right. every year. But as far as when you're talking about pressure, is it pressure to keep his job? There's no pressure there at all. Right. Well, just pressure to, you know, prove yourself.
2: Prove that you're...
3: That's every year. It's just a matter of how much. So it's always going to be... It it, it was just like, who's ever going to overtake the Patriots in the AFC East? And now it's been the Bills, right? Who's going to finally overtake the Chiefs in the AFC West since they've won it for the last 100 years. So who's going to be that next team? If you're you know, a betting person, you would probably put the money on the Chargers as opposed to the other two teams in that division. So that's that's the pressure. Not only winning that, getting into the playoffs is, is the one thing, obviously, because then you're in. But knocking off the Chiefs and winning that division is part, part so-
1: of it. So for him, are you just looking for, like, a step up this year? Like, this isn't like a make it a break. This is like a don't blow a 27-point lead, blow, like, a 14-point
3: Yeah, lead. I mean, blowing that lead was horrific. Listen, he's played incredibly well as a quarterback, and, and that's why I, I kind of get really kind of eh about putting the whole win-loss record on quarterbacks. Well, this quarterback's win-loss record – there are three aspects to football, offense, defense, and special teams. Yeah. To, to put Super Bowls on quarterbacks, well, this quarterback won this many. Super so, well, I mean, I, I personally, I can't stand it. I think the only real sport where you can say one player has such a huge effect is in basketball because they're on the court, you know, 40, 45 minutes a game, sometimes the entire game. They're there offensively, defensively. They can always have an effect on the game. Quarterbacks have zero effect. When they're not on the field.
2: Right. You know, so I don't I know just, if you saw the Patriots without Tom Brady and then the Bucks with Tom Brady. I mean, I don't know if you did you
3: certainly, see it? Listen, certainly there's a difference. But did, also, did you see the Patriots' first couple of Super Bowls they won because of mm. defense and not Tom Brady in the offense?
1: Defense wins championships. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trevor Stick in your pipe. <laughs>
2: wow. Stick what in our pipe? Like that, you made some great point. Like, yeah. That, yeah. whatever, just stick it in your pipe. Mm. I mean, it's the most important Smokey. position in sports. It could change it, it, the fortune of your team. It is the most That's inc- why we're yes. so
3: excited to have Aaron Rodgers. I, listen, I agree, but I'm not putting the fact okay. that you won it completely on the quarterback. I'm just right. not.
2: Okay. Uh, but I feel like there are some quarterbacks who are sitting – we perch just sitting in a sweet spot right now where they're really – like, he exceeded expectations. He's, er, he's already done that, and so yeah. – He's good for a couple of years before we start getting all over him. Yeah, exactly. Trevor Lawrence is another guy who I feel like is kind of in that sweet spot right now where. Without a doubt. If he has two more years just making the playoffs, he'll be fine. Three years from now, we'll start questioning whether or not he can go deep into the playoffs.
3: That's exactly right. So once you reach a level, then the expectation is to take another step, you know, to the next level and to the next level. And if you don't, then you start getting questioned and and, and listen, I agree, it's the most important position on the field and can have an incredible effect. I completely, completely agree with you uh, on that. But listen, are the Jets going – they could go further this year, but one of the reasons they're going to go further is Aaron Rodgers and their defense.
2: You're right. Okay? No. no, Mike, you're right. You get certain guys in the NBA that he got LeBron James, you were guaranteed to go to the finals four yeah. consecutive years. They win it every year. They won it twice. Right, right. But one player impacts the sport more so in basketball than any other sport. Yeah. That's that's totally fair. But that position is just so, so yes. important. Yeah. So important, yes. Unless you're the Niners quarterback. Trey Lance. Pressure? Tra-
3: Trey Lance isn't going to be the quarterback. Brock yeah. Purdy is going to be the quarterback. So well, we don't know. Pressure? No, I, I th- if, if Purdy Brock pressure? Purdy is healed from the injury, Brock Purdy will be the starting quarterback. And at some point, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are gonna, just going to have to understand that if Trey Lance isn't going to be a guy the guy the mistake that was made to trade Mm. up to get him which a lot of times people in high positions never want to admit their failings and again listen Trey Lance has been hurt so we we don't know the true quarterback yet but they see him in practice and they've basically given the job to Brock Purdy if he's healthy so that should tell you a hell of a lot right there.
2: This is interesting, Mike, because you believed so much in Trey Lance that you traded up to get him. You traded a lot to trade up and get him. So I am just wondering, and Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the right. last selection in the NFL draft. I am wondering, like, have you given Trey Lance enough time to prove himself in the NFL? Don't you owe it to yourselves and Trey Lance after giving up that much to get him where if he's healthy again this year, you have to put him in and see what you have there, don't
3: you? No, you owe your team the best chance to win. And the one thing where you see a quarterback that we don't is in practice. And while practice isn't a game, you can still see the things of reading defenses, what's going on in the film room, are they picking things up? And I get it, it's not the live bullets of a real game, but you can get the handle enough of what a quarterback is doing in practice and for them to already say if Brock Purdy is healthy, Brock Purdy is pretty much going to be the guy I think tells you all you need to
1: know. Jimmy G pressure. (laughs)
3: oh, <laughs> you know who's lurking,
1: you know, Mike, you, you know, know, who's lurking,
3: lurking. the, the, the mm-hmm. part owner of the Raiders, yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Very small, Fox very NFL small minority it, it, owner.
3: The the one thing about Jimmy G, if you can use it that way, is yeah. Jimmy G has a built-in chip on his shoulder every year because every year everybody rips him. <laughs> every yeah. year, everybody's trying to replace him as the quarterback. Then he goes out and throws touchdowns and he wins regular season games and gets you to the playoffs, and has an overthrow in the Super Bowl, and where everybody throws their hands up and says, "Oh, he can't get it done." Mm-hmm. So then he now he's on another team, and the same thing will be said: is when can we get to the next quarterback? Because this guy ain't going to get it done. So he has a built-in chip on his shoulder.
2: All right, just two two more. Jordan
1: Love. Oh,
3: Jordan Love. I mean, that's a pressure. Well, it's his first year starting. What's the expectation? What do you What do you truly, if you're Only a Green Bay Star. Packer fan? You're a Green Bay Packer fan. Truly, what is your expect? Are you expecting him to go out and throw 30 and 10? Hmm. I'm not. I'm expecting him to go through some growing pain. So to me, no. Right. Bryce Young. Yeah. Bryce Young? Yeah. Oh, Young. No, no rookie quarterbacks. No yeah. rookie quarterbacks. It's, it's a learning curve. It's to go out and get your nose blooded, your eyes watered, and see how quickly you can learn to not make mistakes over and over again, learn from them, and, and, and start to get better.
2: Jared Goff, ooh, boy, Jared Goff coming a little off bit of pressure
3: here, right? Yeah. Well, I think that whole team. So <laughs> you know what? That's a great one because yes. the quarterback is the most important position on the field. That team we love, giving that team love because we love Dan Campbell, right? Yes. We love them, and great. now they're in a position to win that division. So that means the pressure is going to fall squarely on the quarterback. Even though, again, you need the defense and other aspects of the of the of the game. But that's the most important position. And this team, like, wow. wow. Go win the division. So, man, Jared Goff, a lot is on your shoulders, my friend.
1: Yes. <laughs> I love this game. Kenny
3: Pickett. Oh, Pickett. No. Oh, really? The expectation is for them to be the, the third worst or the worst team in that division, right? Behind Cincinnati and Baltimore. If they were to be above those teams, that would be a, oh, my God, did that happen? Wow. So I don't think there – I think there's more pressure on Kenny to perform better than he did last year to show that sophomore improvement than to say I led my team to beat out Cincinnati and Baltimore, which I don't think they're going to do. So for him, the pressure is just show that next step as a quarterback in the improvement. Matt Stafford. Oh, oh God, here we go. Jesus. Well, Matt's coming off the injury, right? So that whole team – that whole team has pressure on it. I mean, listen – They did what they did worked. They sold their soul and they won a Super Bowl and that's all that matters. And now they're paying the price to where each year we're talking about Aaron Donald or Sean McVay walking away, which we know they weren't going to do. So there's pressure on that whole organization to try and come back uh, from what they've done, even though you get a little bit of time because you won a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow. Are you going to oh. mention everything? He's just close, but
1: no league? cigar. This and then we're going to have to sign the big this, deal. We're running yeah. out of that window, Joe Burrow.
3: No, no, because oh. he's already proven how great he is in the league. Damn. He, like Herbert, is going to get paid like there's no tomorrow. Uh, so, no. I mean, the pressure he's going to put on himself to, again, take the next step. Now, if they regress some, they're all of a sudden you could be start, wait a minute, we just paid you all this money. We gotta be one of the top teams in the AFC. But man, we know the AFC is absolutely stacked. Gino Smith. Oh. Oh. Boy, that is a good one, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. he came out of nowhere last year uh and and proved a lot of us wrong. Um, so I don't know. I in all honesty, I think he might get a year. Kind of grace period, you know. Though if he doesn't have a great year, people may say, "Oh, see, there it is. He was a one-year wonder." Mm-hmm. But he got paid for it a bit, um so I, I think he gets a bit of a grace year. Mac Jones. Oh, Mac Jones has something to prove. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones, not, oh, yeah. well mm-hmm. not from a team standpoint again. Warm
2: up uh, to this game.
3: Not from a team standpoint again, team uh, aspect again, but from a personal play because mm-hmm. the dude, you know, is is struggling, no doubt about it. So his play has got to get better. I don't think they're going to win that division. In fact, I think they're the worst team in that division. Wow. So it's going to be more about him improving his play.
2: Russell Wilson. Oh. oh.
3: Well, I mean, I'm one of those that I don't think Russell playing bad last year, if he plays bad again this year, is hurting his Hall of Fame chances or anything like that. But I think from a personal standpoint, he knows he's got to be better. And listen, give Denver and that new ownership credit. They went out and spent money. They went out and got uh, Sean Payton to coach. You know a Super Bowl winning coach, so they're trying to throw everything in the right direction, and I expect Russell Wilson to be better this year.
2: Mm. Daniel Jones.
3: Oh God! See, seriously,
2: Ryan Tannehill. We're,
3: oh I mean, Tannehill. Tannehill, Tannehill, may Tannehill may not be the quarterback.
2: Yeah, ooh. that's a good point. So I do have yeah. one more serious one though. For yeah, yeah. Who? Will Levis. Oh, oh Levis.
3: No, again, no, no rookie Will. quarterbacks. No. Um, All right, Anthony Sam Richardson. Hartman. Sam Hartman. Um, <laughs> listen, I think we're going to see – people are going to be happy just to see a quarterback throw in the in like the maybe the 30s in touchdown passes. This is still going to be a running team, but to know that Notre Dame now can kind of pass their way back into a game or pass their way to keep a lead in a game if they have to, if the running game's not going, I think it's a huge thing because if Notre Dame got in a position where they had to throw the ball to win, it was – Try and get the ball to Michael Mayer. You know he'll catch the ball in, in in a tough area and gut out some yards for you, especially around the end zone. But there was not a lot of faith in the passing game. So Sam Hartman walks in with Notre Dame fans going, oh, thank God we got a guy that could whip the
2: ball around. Uh, Mike, if he threw for 30-plus touchdowns, where would that put Sam Hartman all time <laughs> in Notre Dame? Well, history. I mean, you're, you're
3: talking about from Notre Dame passers, guys Jimmy Clausen, threw at Brady Quinn you know th- you know throwing for touchdown passes i mean we just haven't had a passing quarter even when my kids were here you know the 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 quarterback wasn't a passing team it was a running more of a running team um so it it's definitely been a while something that Notre Dame has not been used to so again as i said they'll still rely on the running game but to know you can back it up with what should be a team that you be able to air it out at times is is going to be pretty
2: exciting if he throws for thirty-five touchdowns this year, and that's attainable, okay, he will be number nine all time in Notre Dame history. <laughs> He'll wow. break the top ten in one year. How
3: about that? How about that,
1: <laughs> Baker Mayfields. Oh, oh, wow, ah, Baker, Baker,
2: Baker.
3: I mean, that, that, that team, <laughs> that team's not doing
2: anything this year. No. All right, Mike. Next week we'll do this with running backs. Yeah. Oh.
3: Well, oh, you know what? I don't think I can make it next week.
2: Oh, <laughs> wide receivers.
3: Uh, no, I got I gotta wash my hair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you You look great by the way? Thank you. Appreciate it. Right, no much. problem. Uh, you want to promote the golf tournament before we get out of here? Cause it's coming up, Mike.
3: Yeah, it's coming up, uh, 25th, 26th. A good thing about, um, uh, gold family is where you can go, uh, is the fact that the silent auction items are going to be available to everybody, not just people who are there. So that's a cool thing. You can make a donation if you'd like. Again, all the money goes to local uh, charitable organizations in South Bend, Michiana area, up into Chicago as well. Uh, but everybody will be able to bid on silent auction items. So you do not have to be here in attendance to be able to win an item like that. So, yeah, and and listen, we, we want to raise money. That's the whole reason we're doing it. Derek Carr. I'm breaking up. I can't hear you anymore.
2: Oh. <laughs> All right. Good luck with the uh, good luck with the golf tournament. Hopefully you raise a lot of money. Get a lot of phone numbers, okay? I right. will
3: do my best. And uh, Derek Carr, I'm actually picking New Orleans to win the division.
1: Wow. Uh, We're, not doing that. We're not doing that yet, Mike. We're going to be doing okay. the division. Oh, I'm sorry. I too. jumped right. ahead. Well, my blessing. Baby steps, Mike. Right. We're no.
2: inching closer. Inching, I'm <laughs> sorry. Save Thank some you, of the good Sean. stuff. <laughs> All right.
3: All right. I'll bring it back.
2: See you, Mike. All right. See you, guys. God bless football. God bless